Welcome to our 28-day Bible reading challenge together in the Word. Why are we doing this? Why are we reading the Bible? Why are we consecrating a set time every day to get in the Word with our community each day? Listen, the point of our lives is to be transformed into the image of Christ. That's that's why we're here. You cannot be transformed through willpower or through discipline or through sheer determination. You are transformed into the image of Christ by encountering him, beholding him. We are changed and we know there are salvation encounters freedom encounters, empowering encounters, and commissioning encounters. And if we are going to encounter Jesus, to be empowered and commissioned to fulfill the call of God on our life, we have to be transformed into his image in his presence. And there is no easier way to get into the presence of God than to read, study, and live His Word. The encounter with God is the ministry of Holy Spirit bringing you into the presence of God that we can be transformed. This is what we need to do, not just individually, but as a community. We all have seen what happens to believers when they give heart to various, or as the Bible say, winds of doctrine carried by winds of doctrine that are not biblical, meaning do not reflect the true Christ. What we find is people elevate themselves above the truth of Jesus. They don't know God and they reckon themselves to be God. Since they don't know the true God, they begin to fashion themselves as God and they drag other people into their error. The antidote to this is to encounter God on a regular basis and be formed by his word. So this is what we are doing as a community to kick off 2023. I am convinced that in 2023, there are fresh encounters waiting for this house. And we're going to start those fresh encounters by encountering Jesus collectively in the Word. There is a discipline to being formed by the Word. There is a discipline to wrestling with the Scriptures to find the mind of Christ. As charismatic, Pentecostal, Spirit-filled believers, we're very used to wrestling with the Spirit. What is God telling me to do? What is Holy Spirit wanting me to do in this situation? How do I cooperate with the Holy Ghost to have the miraculous flow in and through my life? We are used to that as Pentecostals. That is who we are. But we somehow have elevated that above understanding the mind of Christ as revealed in the Word of God. It's easy to pack out a conference that is going to teach people how to 
display the power of God. It's easy to get a conference or sell books or get followers if we promise people that they will possess the power of God. But often this neglects a true understanding of someone in the scripture who had that same heart and it was idolatrous, Simon the sorcerer. And in this ignorance of God's word, we are repeating the sins that we are warned about in scripture, but not, not among us. Let it not be said among us that we are ignorant of the scriptures, ignorant of the ways of God and being tossed to and fro by what pops into our mind. I have seen this as a problem in the charismatic church. And as such, I have chosen to align myself with prophets, apostles, and bishops who seek a balance, a godly balance, where we see the supernatural power of God moving in our midst, but we stay faithful to Jesus and his ministry. We stay faithful to the word of God and faithful to the faith once passed down for all the saints, as the scriptures tell us. That's who I seek to be, and I'm inviting you in to this relationship with Jesus, where your life is not tossed to and fro, but it is founded on God's word. There is a boldness, a grace that comes upon you where you are not prideful in your knowledge, but you, you are steadfast in knowing that our God is unchanging, that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's going to require us to get past some of our favorite pocket scriptures that we quote, the little parables that we never seem to get past, the handful of chapters of the Bible that we have been taught, and then moving beyond that to searching the depth of the Word of God so that we can know the full counsel of God. We aren't some people who are dead in the Spirit and are looking looking for a living God in the Scriptures. No, we are a people who have seen the move of God. We have seen the Holy Ghost. We have experienced His goodness and tasted of the age to come. And yet we want to be people who understand how these saints of old who experienced this same God were led, inspired by that Spirit to write these Scriptures so that we can know the living God through His Word. In response to this desire, I have shifted my preaching to only from only preaching thematically, that means by themes, to combining, if you've walked with me over the years, to preaching through books of the Bible, to now preaching certain seasons according to themes, preaching according to books of the Bible in other seasons, and preaching a Bible preaching plan, also known as a lectionary, that's being used the world over. In this season, I am following the Revised Common Lectionary. This is, again, a reading plan that is 
used by many, many churches of all denominational flavors. Its goal is to preach through the entire Gospels, to enrich those Gospels with the Old Testament as we preach through that at the same time, and to preach through the Psalms at the same time. What this does for me personally, as the, as the pastor, this forces me to not rely on the same old tried-and-true themes and scriptures, but to actually wrestle with the text, trying to discover the mind of Christ in those texts and delivering it faithfully on a Sunday morning. Now, some would say, well, pastor, you know, I, I, I want my pastor to be led by the Spirit, not some dead reading plan. And, and that's, that, that, is, that is something that is taught in ignorance. To think that Holy Spirit can't lead in the formation of a reading plan is to truly not understand the presence and power of God. It also forces us to learn the full counsel of God as opposed to just the part of Jesus that we like. And so this Revised Common Lectionary is a preaching schedule for Sundays. Now, the Revised Common Lectionary, in addition to the Sunday scriptures, also has a daily reading plan. I have been using this for my own personal study for a long time. Professional clergy, those who have given their lives to the preaching of the word, the world over, and specifically in North America, have two main reading plans. Number one is called the Daily Office, which I won't go into in this teaching, but you can look that up. The other one is the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings. The Daily Office its goal is that we would read the entire Bible in about two years. We would read all of the Psalms once a month, and then the rest of the scriptures are covered for the most part in a two-year cycle. The Revised Common Lectionary studies the entire Bible in a three-year cycle. The Daily Office is more focused on praying the Revised Common Lectionary is more focused on learning and teaching the Word. Are you still with me? Okay, follow along because we're almost done. As the Revised Common Lectionary gives us a reading plan for Sunday mornings, the daily readings of the Revised Common Lectionary give us a theological and biblical ramp-up to the Sunday morning message. Oftentimes, the psalm from Sunday is read several days in a row during the week leading up to Sunday service. Oftentimes, the Old Testament reading is ramped up to for the Sunday morning service. The gospel reading is ramped up to, so that when we come together on Sunday morning, it's not some random scripture that we haven't thought about, but we've actually been meditating on these themes the whole week long bringing it to a head on Sunday morning where the congregation as a whole 
can experience God together. Now, we're 13 minutes into this podcast almost, and I know it's gone a little long. But the bottom line is this. I believe that Holy Spirit is leading us as a congregation to experience the transforming power of God through the scriptures as a community so he can prepare us for what he wants to do by his spirit in and through us. I believe that as we are joined together in faith, joined together in mission, joined together in encounter, God will have a body in one mind, in one accord, that he can pour his spirit out upon. I hope this has whet your appetite on some level and prepared you and provoked you to set aside time each day to get in the scriptures, maybe journal on your own what you got out of it, and then listen to the devotion that I will put out each day right here on this podcast. Every day, I am going to study the scriptures, and I am going to give a devotion based on those. Now, hopefully, you can read before you listen to that, maybe before you wake up and go to work or feed the kids, maybe at your lunchtime at work. Maybe you'll listen to the audio Bible on your commute, and then you'll go ahead and listen to the devotion. And I hope that you will maybe post to social media some of what God is speaking to you through the scriptures each day. Maybe you'll share with others what God is talking through you. And as a church body, we can show the world that there is unity in the church and that God is speaking to his people. I pray that you will take this seriously, that you would go ahead and put your hand to the plow and decide that in 2023, you are going to become a student of the word of God and yield yourself to the spirit so that we can see something supernatural through us as we join together in the Word.